You're listening to the Quietly Ambitious podcast, and this episode is one from before we rebranded. So if you hear references to Creatively Human, that is why. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Creatively Human, a podcast for online business owners and creatives that goes beyond the work and dives deep into why we do what we do, the struggles and wins we face along the way, and how we fit it all into the kind of life we want to live. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, and I help creatives grow their businesses in ways that fit around their life and values. Hi, and welcome to another solo episode. Um, Since I first recorded this episode, I have got a bit of news. I have started a brand new Facebook group for creative business owners, and it's called Simple and Joyful Business. You can find it by searching on Facebook, or I'll also put the link in the show notes for this episode. Um, There's already a video there, which is all about figuring out your business values and why that's so important. And it's pretty related to the topic of today's podcast episode. So I wanted to mention it. And I would love to see you there because I'm going to share a mixture of business strategy and the sort of big picture thinking to help you create a business that matters to you basically. Also just to let you know next week I am going to be releasing three podcast episodes and then I'm going to have a short break for Christmas. You're going to get two interview episodes and also a Q&A episode with me. Um, so if you have any questions at all then please do send them to me. You can go on my website ruthpoundwhite.com and send them from there or you can find me on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite and just send me a DM with your questions and I'll try to answer as many as possible in that episode and I'm going to keep everyone anonymous I think so if that matters to you then yeah it's going to be anonymous but yeah anything to do with business or anything you might have been wondering after listening to this podcast yeah so be on the lookout for all those episodes coming before Christmas and last thing uh, I had a cold when I first recorded this episode so please forgive the way I sound a bit different when it jumps in. Okay on to the episode which is all about the rules of online business and why I don't want to follow them anymore. I started my business, as I mentioned in an earlier episode, all about my business journey. I started my business when I couldn't get a job. So I was basically just looking for a way to make some money and found out that I could do some freelance writing online. So therefore, the way I started it was not very intentional at all. Like it kind of took its own course without me deciding exactly where I wanted it to go. So I just kept writing and I kept going and I eventually realized that my business had some real potential and that it was actually a real business. And my idea of what a business was, was something that you grow. And to grow your business, you do X, Y and Z. You do what the people say you do to grow a business. You get more numbers, you get more money and you go for that kind of version of success that everyone talks about. But the problem with this was that there was a very, very key ingredient missing and that was how I personally felt about what I was doing. Now, I just want to say here that I do believe and I don't want this to 
come across the wrong way but I do believe that what people feel about what they're doing matters more for some than it does for others. Some people I would imagine can probably run really successful businesses and not feel personally tied to it or that it needs to reflect their personal values like they could just be in it for the money and and that would be the motivation that they need but for me it always felt like there was something missing. It's only in the last couple of years that I've actually taken the step back to consider my values, my strengths, my weaknesses, my needs and the time that I have in my life and how I feel about the work that I'm doing. It's only in the last couple of years that I've actually taken that step back to consider how to mould and shape my business around all of that. And I do believe that what suits me personally could be absolutely completely different to what suits you. And this is why I have a problem with the rules. Now, obviously, when I say the rules, it's a very vague term because no one's literally got the ultimate rules of online business but you know what I'm talking about it's the way people market to you and try and sell you courses suggesting that if you don't do it their way you are already failing or if you don't do it their way you're going to leave money on the table or if you don't do it their way then you're not as good of a business owner as they are and that is how I felt for a long time I judged myself against hyper-productive hustlers, uh, girl bosses, a lot of um, a lot of very masculine kind of entrepreneurs as well who were all about the sort of insane luxury lifestyle and wanting to work as little as possible and spend all your money on a nice car. I'm, I'm not actually saying that this was my personal goal, but this is the kind of marketing that I saw targeted at everyone running their own business and a lot of this marketing actually plays off your fear and insecurity and gets you worrying and wondering that you're doing something wrong and therefore buying their sort of step-by-step blueprint as a way to rectify that and I have to say I have spent a lot of time and a lot of money trying to find the blueprint for my online business and it never worked (laughs) And that's because I was just ignoring how it felt. So even when my business was growing and growing and it was doing really well, there was still something not right. And it's the way I felt about it. So I thought I would share a few of the things that I've learned along the way, really. And I basically, I like to have regular business meetings with myself. And this is just a funny phrase that I've come up with. And it doesn't, it's not like a business meeting. It's literally just time to reflect on my business I reflect on the sort of philosophical side of the business, how I feel and my values and how I'm uh, tying everything I do into that. And I also get really clear on the practical stuff as well, like my numbers and what I'm doing and how I'm showing up and the time I have available. Some of the things that help when I take this step back are to ask myself if a any marketing strategies feel kind of a bit icky, even if it's literally just a vague feeling and I'm and I'm not sure why it feels icky, I'll often just try and recognize that and realize I don't have to do it. If I see someone else doing something that I don't like, I always take note of that now and that plays back into what I feel icky about and I don't do it. And what's harder is when um, people are raving about certain new marketing methods or ways to make more money in, in your kind of business. That's something 
it's like that noise, isn't it? The noise that you have to learn to tune out. If it doesn't feel good to me, or it feels too much pressure, or I don't have time, then I have to tell myself, no, it's fine. I will focus on the way that feels good to me, even if it's slower. And of course, there's that constant underlying pressure to always go bigger, to grow, to hire more people, to do more, more, more. And sometimes that pressure is a good thing because you get pushed out of your comfort zone. But for me, it always comes back to the difference between something that truly feels wrong or something that just feels a bit wrong because you're scared. And I think the latter, if it just feels wrong from the fear and if you could remove the fear and it would feel right, well, that's a sign that it's probably a good direction for you to go in. But if it's literally just the noise, the noise making you think that you have to do it, then it's fine to ignore that basically. As long as you're making the money that you need for your business to be sustainable, then there is absolutely no reason why you can't just go with what feels good. So I do I do evaluate what I'm doing and I and I'm I am strategic in my business. I do try and grow it if if I can within the boundaries of what feels good to me. I mean, if I can make more money, why wouldn't I if I can in a way that feels good? But if it means, you know, working twice as much and that doesn't feel good or trying out Facebook ads or something and I don't like it or doing something icky, why would I do it? I don't need to do that. As long as I'm financially secure, then that's fine. And I know that all of this can sound a little bit simplistic and the truth is it isn't it isn't as simple as it sounds. It's actually quite scary to to stay true to what you want because I think the reason that people do want blueprints and the reason that they do try and do things because other people tell them to is because it's hard it's hard to just trust your instincts and know that that's right because of course, if you don't do the latest marketing thing for your business, what if your business doesn't keep up and all your customers leave and go somewhere else? I mean, you never know. There's a lot of uncertainty around running your own business. And and if you run a business like mine, then ultimately you are the only one there to make a decision. And that is scary. There's also the the constant comparison. I mean, I love social media and I've got some great connections on social media, but it is is difficult to take yourself out of it and to tune out the noise and not compare yourself all the time. So sometimes you see how someone else is doing and you think that they've got it all figured out and therefore you want to try and do it like them. You want to emulate what they're doing. So I do try and unfollow people if I find that I'm being sort of triggered in that way and that is no no reflection on them. It is all about me, but it has to be done. And I guess the thing for me is literally defining my own version of success. And that that's not a fixed thing. I constantly, constantly revisit it. But when you do define your own version of success, when you think, oh, hang on a minute, I don't care if I don't have a fancy car or a fancy house. I actually just care about setting my own work hours. Well, once you've made that decision, everything else gets a lot easier. And when you do find yourself chasing sort of arbitrary goals like Instagram followers or, or certain levels of income, then try and ask yourself why. What is it about having 10,000 Instagram followers that would make me feel good? If it's literally because you want the swipe up thing, you want to be able to share your links on Instagram because that will make things easier for you, then fair enough. But if it's because so-and-so who also does a thing similar to you has 10,000 followers and you don't feel good compared to them, well then that's probably just some arbitrary definition of success. It's 
doesn't really matter and nobody is really keeping score. And if they are, it's all very superficial anyway, and it doesn't matter. The truth is, there really aren't any specific rules. It can be useful to buy people's courses and to learn from other people. Yes, of course it is useful. Of course it is. And I've learned a lot from doing courses. I've spent a lot of money on courses that I didn't learn a lot from. But again, that comes back to thinking about what I should be doing rather than what I really felt about what I was doing. The truth is that if you run your own business, especially online business, what you're doing is so new that you do kind of get to make things up as you go. Things are changing all the time. I mean, even 10 years ago when I first started working online, I couldn't have imagined the direction it would take from then. So there's always someone trying something new and creating the next biggest thing. And when they create, when they came up with that idea, no one else was doing it. We really do get to make the rules up as we go. And the great thing about certain businesses, it really does depend what your business is, but certainly in purely digital based businesses, you do have the absolute luxury of being able to test something like, for example, a course. And if it doesn't work, if the way you sell it doesn't work, you can just try again a different way. It's really not the end of the world. I mean, like I said, you do have to obviously make sure your business is financially sustainable. But if it is financially sustainable, then that's fine. And you can make mistakes and you can learn from your mistakes and everything you do probably in the future will have some sort of impact on where you are then but you can't necessarily see it yet so it's a kind of it's kind of having faith and it's also doing that work doing the sort of inner work and getting really clear on what matters to you that will allow you to tune out all of the noise and I guess the last thing I want to say is nobody else is running your business nobody else is working in your business apart from you I mean even if you have employees or you pay contractors, no one else is in your business the way you are. So it is okay for you to do it the way that serves your life and the way that makes you feel good. And if you want to read a bit more about my the techniques I use to get clear on how I feel about all of this, then I do have a free ebook and you can go to my website ruthpoundwhite.com and just sign up for the mailing list and you'll get sent an email. I also have a online training program called Clarify Your Big Picture Business Kit and it is absolutely full of everything I do to get clear on where I am in my business, where I want to go and all the values that underlie and tie everything together to help me tune out that noise and to help me move forward with absolute intention in my business. So check that out if this has resonated with you and you feel like you could use a little bit more specific guidance. Anyway, I'd love to hear from you on this topic. I would absolutely love it because I'm sure that there's some things I've said that you won't resonate with and that's absolutely fine because like I said, the way I do my business is not necessarily the way you should do your business. I hope that I can help you to learn things if they're right for you, but if they're not, then I'm absolutely not offended if you don't want to do them. So I would love to hear from you on this topic. I would love it if you told me some of the rules that you don't do and how your business works anyway. And as always, if you have any questions for me about any of this or anything to do with my online business experience, please let me know by heading to my website or my Instagram account and send them my way and I will be doing a Q&A episode soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. It would really help me and the podcast if you could take a moment to review, rate and subscribe. I'd also really love to hear from you on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite, where I like to get a bit philosophical about online business. 
And you can find me on my website, ruthpoundwhite.com, where you can read the episode show notes, subscribe to my behind the scenes newsletter, or read more about my own experience of running a creative online business.